0: The new No Time to Die trailer is out, and here's our quick-fire analysis. It's all a matter of perspective. Hi, this is Dan Silvestri.
1: And Tom Pizzotto. And Vicki Hodges.
0: Of SpyMovieNavigator.com. Join us in cracking the code of this new No Time to Die trailer. We wanted to get this analysis out immediately when this new trailer was released, so we asked our co-host in the UK, Vicki Hodges, to just give us her quick perspective on it since the time difference did not allow us to have her on for the full show. Her view sets the groundwork for the discussion of the new trailer that Tom and I will do right after we hear from Vicky. So
1: here's Vicky. Well, Tom and Dan, here's my perspective. This is definitely no time to lie. Wow, what a trailer. Let's take the same leap of faith as Bond takes as he jumps from the bridge and suspend ourselves for a moment. Who do we put our trust in? An old friend? A lover? The family? Who is the real threat? Rising past enemies? Fresh new blood? Or even Bond himself? Has Bond's past come back to haunt him? And is it spinning out of control like the Aston Martin DB5 in a barrage of bullets? And as these bullets whiz past us, we're left wanting more like a power-hungry megalomaniac from the past. At last Bond is back and November can't come soon enough.
0: Thanks Vicky. All right, let's go Tom. This trailer is a
2: good sign for me about the odds of the movie actually releasing in November. We're at the beginning of September and the hype is beginning to start up again. We got the first official trailer back in December. Then there was another one during the Super Bowl which was about two months before the expected April launch. So now that they're calling this Trailer 2, which is weird because they've done multiple trailers. Well,
0: I think they call them ads. Super Bowl ads, Super Bowl spot, whatever they call them. Okay.
2: (laughs) So this is Trailer 2, but it's about two months before the expected release again. So this is really good news. It means they're cranking the advertising machine back up again. And for me, this is awesome. And it should be awesome for really any James Bond fan. They're spending money again. They're getting ready to go. Yes.
0: Yeah, I think they're they're committed now to November, but you never know what the hell's gonna happen in this world. <laughs> <laughs> We've learned that one thing. That's true. All right. This trailer confirms what the movie, No Time to Die, is all about. Perspective. Now, virtually every movie that has quote the good versus quote the bad is about perspective. The point of view of the actors or governments is what drives them to think that they are the good, whichever side or whatever it is that they're doing.
2: Yeah, History, of course, I'm going to think I'm doing good even if you think I'm doing evil.
0: Exactly. This is how the world goes. History is replete with this, and No Time to Die drives this point home, as did Renee Mathis in Quantum of Solace where he says virtually the same thing that Felix Leiter is going to say in this trailer right here. Hard to tell the good from the bad. Villains from heroes these days. This is what this is about. So we will see in virtually every shot, this really is the theme. Perspective. Perspective between Swan and Bond. Between Bond and Safin. Between Bond and MI6. Between Bond and Nomi, Bond and Leiter and the CIA, this is all about perspective.
2: And don't forget Paloma in there. Uh, Yeah.
0: She's going
2: to bring perspective to this too.
0: Exactly. So whose point of view or perspective is correct? That is the question that has stumped world history forever. Which is why, as Bond says in this trailer, the past is not dead. Let's take a look.
2: Wait, so the past is not dead. In Skyfall, it was all looking about aging and getting old. So now he's saying the past isn't dead. So this could be interesting to see if there's any tie back in to what happened in Skyfall or earlier Daniel Craig
0: Bonds. Yeah, what Ian does great in these trailers is give you just enough to start thinking like we are and speculating like we are but not enough to know what the heck is really going on. Yeah, that's and they'll get you to
2: speculate about Absolutely. something, and you it won't have anything to do with the movie when you see the movie, but <laughs> that's where it's beautiful.
0: That's perfect.
2: It starts off Bond is nodding his head to the left and to the right, and he says the past isn't dead to Madeline Swan. Yeah. Well, what does he mean by that? Her past isn't dead? References to her secrets that they haven't gotten to yet? Yeah, I
0: remember but that. I remember, I remember that it. line. Mm-hmm.
2: Or that the past is not dead. Like you can affect the past or what has happened, mm. or you cannot ignore the past because it has an effect on the now or the future. The history repeats itself kind of thing. Maybe.
0: Yeah.
2: Or should we learn from the past? Historically, some things may have happened in, the, in history we can't ignore and things we should learn from, mm. like Hitler.
0: Yeah. Uh, Blofeld here says, James, fate draws us back together. Now your enemy is my enemy. This implies to us that since they have a common enemy, then Bond and Blofeld should be allies.
2: (laughs) Maybe they are going to fight for their common good for something. That's
0: that's, that's another historical fact, uh, uh, right? It's like, hey, your enemy is my enemy. We should be teamed up together.
2: So one thing I found really intriguing about that line is how they cut it from a video perspective. Right when he says the word fate, they cut to a shot of M looking at his phone and looking down, kind of kind of dejected. Yeah. And a really cool car behind him, by the way. But it's kind of like, is the fate something to do with M? Because they cut right on that word fate is when they cut to M, and then they moved into Madeline and James together. It, but- it,
0: it is good to watch what words are said and what faces and images they're showing right on those words and we'll see some more of that in this trailer as well so madeline swan says then his name is safin and bond says what does he want swan says revenge now we hadn't heard this before so this is a new thing in this trailer revenge
2: revenge for what
0: yeah Revenge for what? We don't know, but now it's got us wondering, which is, again, great that the trailer's making us wonder. But, easy to miss, it seems that Swan not only says revenge, but immediately after, it sounds like she says me. Okay, this is a reveal. Safin wants revenge. Me. Wow, lots of implications can be drawn from that, and may indicate a connection between Swan and Safin at some point before which may be the secret. So Blofeld says again, and we heard this before, when her secret finds its way out, it will be the death of you. When he's on the word her, we just said, before, sometimes this, you got to pay attention to this, it flashes to Swan. <laughs> then to Bon burning the forgive me note in front of the grave, which we've seen
2: We saw that in an earlier trailer, before. or ad, or whatever we call those.
0: And this note appears to relate to Swan's secret. The one that will be the death of you, according to Blofeld. Of course, we don't know Swan's secret. But what we do know is that she is Mr. White's daughter. And Mr. White was responsible for Vesper's betrayal of Bond. Hmm. One must wonder if he had some family help. Maybe from his daughter? What we do know is that Swan has a secret that she really doesn't want to tell Bond. And our bet is that the burning note is from her. Now it flashes to Bond in a tux in the center of a lot of people standing on what looks to be the CIA lobby floor in Langley, Virginia. But it is not, of course. The shot we have seen before is a very large room with lots of people and it is clear the graphic on the floor is similar to the CIA logo, but there's no surrounding CIA seal, etc.
2: And yeah, we saw the last three shots we just talked about, we saw in earlier trailers or saw derivations of them, which really makes us think that these are important pieces in the plot. But given that this is a trailer, I hope they even make it into the movie.
0: <laughs> a lot of times, pieces from trailers ever make it to the films and we're talking about this like hey well it's gonna be in there but we don't really know we've
2: seen these scenes before so you've got to believe they're gonna be in
0: yeah so all this is going on and then you see bond seated and he's looking straight ahead not at the person he's talking to and you only see like the right arm of a guy in a suit that he is wearing
2: a blue shirt it's a a blue shirt
0: Apparently talking to but we don't know who it is maybe it's m and he says you can imagine why i've come back to play bond is staring straight off ahead not looking at the person that he's talking to it seems so why the dead cold thoughtful stare forward could could this be m after the previous trailer of bond checking into mi6 if you remember that from one of the trailers before
2: yeah, and to carry that forward, he's got a visitor badge on, in that shot.
0: Oh, and I didn't notice that. That's yeah,
2: good. he's got he's got he's got a. It's on his it's on his All jacket. Right. The word visitors in red. I couldn't read the logo on the badge though to see if that told us where he was.
0: So that probably is the continuation of him checking in with that guy who says his name's Bond. And he says and he looks up. He's like James Bond. You know, <laughs> yeah, like whoever, yeah, like you know forgot me was. already, that kind yeah, of thing. So this might be did, like the next scene
2: yeah it really could be and it did appear to me like the little bit you saw behind him was M's office I think
0: yeah it, it looked I like M and M's know, but, office but again
2: yeah and this also had to be fairly early on in the movie because his face isn't beaten up
0: mm-hmm. and in
2: most of this trailer James Bond's face you know, has scars on it and bruises and cuts and all sorts of stuff yeah or this scene he's, his face is unblemished Yet, James does seem resigned when he says this. His perspective, going back to perspective, mm-hmm. seems to be that he has no choice but to un Because remember, he's supposed to be retired now.
0: Yeah, I-, I thought it was interesting that he chose the word play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, can Im- you can imagine why I've come back to play. Yeah. I-, I don't know exactly what that word play means in this context or what perspective Bond has here. But it's an interesting word they chose in that particular case. So then we see the plane flying over the water. We've seen this before—the one where the boat explodes shortly thereafter. But here Leiter is is saying, "There's a young lady in Santiago. I want you to meet." Of course, that's Paloma. So you see the shot of Paloma. You're late. Okay, another bond trait (laughs) we know, and we notice in the Ippris file that harry palmer has the same trait he's late a lot of times too so here it is again bond's late now bond tosses her some guns here and he says when you're ready and then the cool shot we have seen before of her firing two weapons at once one in each hand a la butch cassidy and the sundance kid or ethan hunt and mi2 the same kind of thing but it looks cool she looks pretty pretty damn cool firing the two weapons but we saw that before
2: yeah, and they really show a lot more of Paloma's character in these trailers than what we've seen before. And I got to say, she's got some really great kicks and and fight scene stuff that she does here that that I thought was really really well done.
0: Yeah, I, she looks mobile <laughs> and yes. tough and trained yes. and well trained. Yeah. And yeah, we didn't see that before in the other shots. So
2: Right, she was she was like in the dress and you didn't see the the Yeah. The badass in her. I mean, you see the badass in Nomi, yeah. but you didn't see that in her in the earlier trailers. Now you really see that.
0: Yeah, and we're going to now see a little bit more of Nomi. And you hear Bond saying, I've met your new O." Then it shows him on the phone saying, she's a, disar- <laughs> she's a disarming young woman. <laughs>
2: I bet that's really him talking about Paloma. They just cut it that way.
0: Who knows? Again, <laughs> they're both disarming because you-, you could believe that either one of them could disarm somebody if, that's, <laughs> yes. if they needed to. Or maybe disarming in the way of getting rid of hostility or suspicion through the use of charm. Nomi and Paloma could be disarming in that way. Yes. So the new double O, Nomi, she says, I get why you shot him. Who is the him and what does she get? <laughs> the him is Bond and she's referring to when Moneypenny shot Bond off the train in Skyfall. You can see the brown chair rail behind Nomi sitting on the couch when she says this, and the same brown chair rail you'll see in Money Penny's office when Money Penny says yeah, well everyone tries at least once while Money Penny is sitting at her desk. And she's directly responding to Nomi's quip. Now that Nomi, the new double O, knows Bond a little bit, she understands why Money Penny shot him. Ha. <laughs> I thought at first maybe she was referring to Bond unretiring. That's true. Although Bond's retired like eight times, I think, in these movies. So like, <laughs> it wouldn't be a first. <laughs> this is not a Country Club 007.
2: <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Uh,
0: then there's mm-hmm. an action shot of Bond with his automatic rifle, and something falls at his feet. It's obviously some kind of explosive device. There's a big explosion. So this is a new piece of footage we haven't seen before. Bond leaps out of the way course we don't know exactly what happened we don't know where he is we don't know who dropped it and we don't know what happens to bond afterwards
2: this trailer really adds a lot more violence to yeah. what we've seen before yeah in the trailers for this thing or the ads and that explosion's another case of that i think this is going to be an extremely big shoot 'em up movie at least based on what we're seeing here
0: yeah, you're right. Yeah, there were a lot of explosions. You see the stuff zooming like fireworks in the sky, almost. Well, Something those were exploding. rockets shooting
2: off. Those yeah. were rockets shooting off of the yeah. off of the boat.
0: Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of that in this clip, more than before, like you said. So lots of action shots. Again, you see the DB five firing and spinning, and you hear Saffin. And, and this is, I think, the best part of this trailer. <laughs> Saffin says. We both eradicate evil to make the world a better place. I just want to be a little tidier. (laughs) Now, the word tidy means neat and orderly. I don't think Safin's trying to be neat. (laughs) But it also means clearly ordered and systematic, as in efficient. And this could be frightening that Safin is saying this, that he just wants to be a little tidier. <laughs> okay, this immediately reminded me of Adolf Hitler, who thought the same thing. And it harkens back to what Mathis said in right. Quantum of Solace again, and what we'll hear Felix say again here, hard to tell the good from the bad, villains from the heroes these days. We don't know what Safin has in mind at this point. Is it physical geography? that he'll overtake to achieve his goals? People? Both? Like Nazi Germany's and Hitler's Lebensraum. That was this concept of taking territory that a state or nation believes it needs to fulfill its destiny or to have its natural development. So they expand. Is Safin doing this either geographically or metaphorically with some other resource thing people or whatever we don't know
2: yeah we just we have no idea it's going to be his character is going to be really fun to watch i think when we actually get to see the movie
0: yeah and here you don't know exactly what what the meaning is again everything is perspective here yep. if you think killing millions of people is good for the world <laughs> and you have many who agree with you you look like the hero but if you're one of the millions getting killed or those who stand with them, then you, you are the enemy, the villain, the, the person doing this, or the organization or government doing this. This is how history is made. And I think we see a direct connection here, at least in perspective, with Hitler and World War II, where millions were killed. And here, we will hear Bond say that if we don't do something about this, there's going to be basically nothing left to say.
1: Well, we
2: look see at that. This. In two earlier Bond movies a little bit, right? On Her Majesty's Secret Service with Blofeld wanting to send out the angels. And then more directly in Moonraker.
0: Moonraker, with- yeah. And here they literally tell you it's going to be millions.
2: Yes. There are a lot of great action shots, and some of which we've seen in previous trailers. And then we get a shot of Swan asking Bond again, you don't know what this is?
0: Yeah. And we, ha- we saw that in the other trailer.
2: Yeah. Now, one scene we've seen parts of is when Bond jumps off that bridge and he's got the cable and he goes flying off the bridge. In the scenes we've seen before, the shots of this, we've seen the motorcycle. Yes. Now, one thing they added here is we actually see him land from, apparently land from that because he's coming, he lands with that rope in his hand.
0: Yeah, you see he's trapped on the bridge.
2: But then we see a rare sight for a Bond movie. We actually see a Maserati. And first, I thought Maserati is going to introduce a new Maserati September 9th, 2020. Mm. So at first, I thought maybe it's that because mm. it was one I didn't immediately recognize. But we have to remember that this movie was supposed to be out last November originally. Yeah. I got pushed to April. If they weren't releasing a new car till September, that's too early for them to do their introduction in the, in the movie here. However, there's a very cool-looking car in this trailer. Remember, I mentioned that when Blofeld said the word fate, they cut to that shot of M, and he's standing in front of a very cool mm-hmm. car.
0: Yeah,
2: it's a fleeting shot, and it, but I couldn't read the badge. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe they put it in late, in you know, replacing something that was back there before and putting that car in there. So maybe that is the new Maserati. It's a really cool looking car.
0: Yeah, it's hard to believe they would have it in there without some kind of really good product placement.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, that's true. So you know know me, Dan, I'm going to research things. So I spent some time looking at it and finally figured out that that was the Maserati Quattroporte 4 that tries to run them down. The Quattroporte 4 Uh was from 1994 to 1998. So again, the mm. past is not dead.
0: Yeah, there you go. Right.
2: You can look at the headlights and you instantly know it's an older model, but trying to figure out which one it was was interesting to me. All right. All right. So we also saw this car in the background of the scene from the prior trailer where we had that bell tower and Dan was talking about for whom the bell tolls. Mm. Yes, that I car's there that. in this scene. It also appears to be in the scene when he spins the car around and is shooting the machine, gun- machine guns from it. So my question was, we've barely ever seen Maseratis in, in Bond movies. Could this have been some agreement with the Italian government? We were, you know, they were going to shoot this movie in Italy, so they had to show some, uh, an Italian car in there. I'm, I'm not sure. That's only my speculation. The two times we've seen Maseratis in Bond films before was in the scene at the end of License to Kill when Sanchez and Truman Lodge are in the car following those tanker trailers. They're in a uh, bit Turbo 425i, which is a Maserati. And then Casino Royale has two Maseratis in it, but they're not being driven. They're just in parking lots.
0: In the parking lot, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. In the parking lot. So I thought that was a little bit interesting there. But I really thought that this, this concept of the past is not dead, and then them bringing back a Maserati, but not a new one, I thought was an interesting tie-in to that the past is yeah. not dead.
0: Yeah, and the DB5 is in there. Okay, we were talking about Bond on the bridge. Now let's get to Nomi. It's getting frightening now when Nomi says, he's going to kill millions. Now, we assume that the he is Safin. Again.
2: Maybe it's Blofeld.
0: <laughs> it could be Blofeld. It
2: could be Blofeld.
0: And Bond confirms the gravity of this situation when he says, if we don't do this, there will be nothing left. To save. So again, great. You've got a wonder now, which is the point of the trailer. What <laughs> is the this that they're talking about? Defeating Safin? What is the nothing in nothing will be left to save? Natural resources, people, land. We're left wondering once again, which is exactly what the trailer is supposed to do. Bravo Eon once again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, especially since they actually don't appear to be contiguous lines. Nomi appears to be like in an office setting
0: Uh
2: and Bond is sitting there in, in, in the field with this big machine gun or whatever kind of gun that is. And again, looks like they cut two lines together to intrigue us in the trailer.
0: Yeah. I mean, nothing left to save in the world could mean that the world would be forever changed and that the good guys will have lost. Perhaps that's the message of the words that appear on the screen this November. The mission that changes everything begins. (laughs) Same thing. The everything and the this and what's the nothing are all tied together here.
2: It's Uh, It's all perspective, how you look at those words. It's
0: perspective. The last shot of Bond turning to look over his right shoulder shows his face that looks tense, worried, as to what is going to happen.
2: Well, Dan, wait—he's in a what looks like a forest. He almost had a Land Rover land on top of him. There's all this gunfire. I'd be tense and worried, but he's too. Bond.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's been through this twenty-four times. <laughs>
2: That's <At> true. Least. <laughs> So anyways, this trailer, we think it's first rate. It's top notch and revealing just enough or revealing things to make us think one way when it goes another. Yeah. But we really are waiting for November. Great job, Ian Productions.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a wrap. And we'd like to thank Vicki Hodges, our co-host in the UK, for her thoughtful perspective. Thanks. This has been Dan Silvestri.
2: And Tom Pizzotto.
1: And Vicki Hodges.
0: Oh SpyMovieNavigator.com. Join us each episode as together we're cracking the code of spy movies. Hey, do us a favor and message your friends now and tell them about our show so that they could join our worldwide community of spy movie fans too. Thanks for listening.